0: everybody welcome to fangirl fever episode 54 we're going to be talking about celebrity documentaries because olivia rodrigo just dropped her driving home to you documentary on disney plus we're also going to talk about the weekends Don fm experience and in general just celebrity documentaries and what we think about them well let's start off with
1: favorite post First off, before I get into my favorite post, I just thought it was just perfect timing, like Olivia and like our recording schedule. So shout out to Olivia because she got us. Um, but anyways, my favorite post this week was a picture that a Sean Mendez update account tweeted. It was a picture of a fan who brought a sign to his um South by Southwest set that said, Sean, let's get dinner after this in all caps. And it made me smile because it's so wholesome and Not to get too specific or detailed because I need a whole separate episode for this, but lately I've noticed that there has been a lot of inappropriate behavior and signs at concerts, but that's all I'll say for now. And I just really love that sign and I might steal it for the next concert I go to.
0: Yeah, I want to do that for Harry. Maybe like, Harry, let's go get chai. (laughs) or bagels. Yeah, let's, let's get some bagels. But my favorite post is a Vogue Beauty Secrets video. a classic it's storm reed she plays gia in euphoria and i don't know how old she is she said something about being a teenager so i assume she's a teenager pretty young but she's gotta be like
1: 18 or 19
0: yeah she is so i don't know cute and she i just loved the video it was such good vibes and her skincare routine was actually good for once because i feel like a lot of the celebrities like just put a bunch of fancy stuff on their face and yeah. call it a day. But hers was actually good, so recommend like watching a, if you're like a regular teenager's
1: fan. skincare routine. Is that what you yeah, mean? yeah? Not like it, okay. it was Definitely actually gonna watch that.
0: it was actually quality rather than like I don't know quantity. So,
1: yeah, some like the-, the Shay Mitchell one. She's got like fifty-two steps or something. I'm just like, and it's oh like my goodness, a hundred-dollar
0: products. Like girl, no but we need more we need more good Vogue beauty secrets videos not that everybody's is bad but I want from some from certain people
1: yes oh my god we should do like an episode on Vogue secrets because I feel like we could talk about that all day long
0: they're so simple but so good
1: yeah anyways on to main topic of today which is celebrity slash music documentaries So what are your overall thoughts on this genre of film? Okay, I think
0: that it's like you put on the outline, definitely a few different categories. I think it's like a concert and there's also regular documentaries. And I think there's also a blend with a lot of them where it's some documentary footage and concert footage at the same time. But it just depends on how much they put of each. And then yeah, I guess a subcategory of this would be visual adaptations, which I guess mm-hmm. would be The weekends kind of. But yeah. we can get more into his. But that's kind of what I see it as. I think my most preferred type of these is probably a full length documentary, like one and a half to two hours in length. Mm-hmm more focused on the documentary part because I feel like if I wanted to see them perform something I would go on YouTube and not yes like TV
1: but definitely some live performances thrown in I agree heavily with the YouTube part but sometimes you don't get what you want on YouTube and the quality in like the actual documentaries is just so much better yeah But for me, documentaries are my least favorite genre of film simply because I'm a fiction girly. Everybody knows this by now, I think. So I would typically only watch documentaries that cover topics or people that I'm actually interested in. And now that I think about it, Of all the documentaries I've watched, it's probably 95% like music documentaries and like 5%, just like whatever has been trending in pop culture.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: what you said about the timing too. If it's, I don't care if it's Justin Bieber, if it's over two hours, I I don't think I can watch it.
0: Yeah. And if it's too short, then it feels like unfinished. And yes, it's like, was I watching a documentary or was I watching an episode of something?
1: Yeah. I feel like if it's under an hour, it would do fine on YouTube. Exactly. Exactly. You know?
0: I also, this is kind of like odd little tangent, but I don't watch that many documentaries. And I was talking to my sister about this, I think last week, because we watched this one on Netflix called Icarus, which I recommend watching if you haven't. It's not music related at all, but it's very interesting. And I think documentaries are either really, really good or really, really bad, because if you think about how a documentary is made, it's not written like a fictional story where it's like you have your arc because sometimes things go wrong and usually you pull from past footage from other things and also interview footage and b-roll it's like a big thing so I think any documentary concert or not is like really 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 hard to do well so any good documentary like props to you like they're really good so I definitely see where you come from like documentaries
1: aren't always that interesting but I think there's certain ones that are super super good Mm I Say it again for all the people in the back, you like wrapped up my thoughts on documentaries so well.
0: Let's move on to what we watched. So, other than Driving Home to You and Donna FM Experience, which Driving Home to You was on Disney Plus and Donna FM was on Amazon, but we'll get to that later. What did you watch and what have you watched and where did you stand
1: on watching them? Like, how'd you, what'd you like? So this week, I gave myself homework to prepare for this episode and I watched a documentary every night from Monday through Thursday, starting with Miss Americana, Happier Than Ever, The Weekend on FM Experience, Blackpink, which was a surprise to a lot of people because I'm not really a K-pop girl, but it was very informational. And then I wrapped up the week with Driving Home to You, which was my favorite recent watch. Other than that, the other ones that I've watched were This Is Us and Never Say Never because, duh, Excuse Me, I Love You and both of Sean's that came out in 2020.
0: So I kind of wrote a list. I obviously watched Jonathan and Driving Home to You and then I've seen Excuse Me, I Love You, This Is Us, Never Say Never a long time ago. I haven't rewatched that one recently, but I've seen it. Dangerous Woman Diaries, which I thought of last minute. And then Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry. Billie Eilish, Happier Than Ever, and then on my watch list is Blackpink because I've had that on my list on Netflix and then you said it was good and I was like, Mm -hmm. maybe I should watch it.
1: So this week I actually meant to watch The World's a Little Blurry, but (laughs) I don't have Apple TVs. So I ended up watching Happier Than Ever. Um, But yeah, The World's a Little Blurry is on my watch list as well. Um, And I want to watch Justin's new one that's on Amazon Prime. I honestly have no idea what that's, about or like what to expect so it's not really a priority on my watch list but i'll get around to it eventually but yeah i highly recommend the blackpink one like coming from someone who's not in tune with the k-pop world i really enjoyed it and i feel like i learned so much it wasn't overwhelming at all yeah it looks like cool i don't remember when it came out but every time i see it pop up i'm like
0: that
1: looks interesting it's also i think it came out in 2020 because there was footage from um coachella oh okay yeah. I, I, re- I really liked that part i did not realize how much of an impact they made that you're like honestly 2019 coachella was for the history books for multiple multiple reasons yeah okay so
0: were there any favorites that you had from the ones that you have watched
1: um your favorites and what did you like and not like about them okay so i feel like it was it's kind of hard for me to rate documentaries just because like i said it's not like my favorite genre of film but i rated them on my letterbox anyways but like i mentioned driving home to you is probably up there um i love this is us obviously it's so iconic like people talk about it all the time but i don't i don't think i have favorites uh, driving home to you is only a favorite because it's new you know yeah. But I guess in the long run, I think it it would be "This Is Us" and "In Wonder" by Sean. Surprisingly, like I love Sean, but I never would have thought he would come out with the documentary. Like the whole announcement was really surprising. So yeah, I feel like I'm I'm kind of like not answering the question that well. But um, okay. what I what I didn't like from uh, Miss Americana was it felt a little too messy. In a way that it was trying to cover too many points within like an hour and a half. Like the way that it transitioned was hard to keep up a little. But yeah.
0: What about you? Okay. So I kind of ranked them, I guess. The one that I would put at the top, like always, like genuinely one of the best documentaries I've ever seen is The World's a Little Blurry. The fact that it's on Apple TV is so annoying because I feel like Apple TV Some people have. It's not, like, one that a lot of people have. And I I know it won a lot of awards. But, like, all those people who, like, vote on those awards have Apple TV. Duh. But it is really, really good. It's kind of long. But it was, like, one of the best things I've ever seen, I swear. I've always liked Billy, But that made me like her ten times more and have so much Mm -hmm. more respect for her. And you see her life growing up and it's crazy, you see her family. And then there's also live performances in between, which I like because my second level one would be This Is Us because it mainly focuses on One Direction and like where they came from, how their life is. And then it also like has one or two performances in between, Mm -hmm. which I think there's a fine line of where you can have too many. Not the fine line
1: reference
0: oh my god Harry but yeah um Billie Eilish world's a little blurry go watch it if you haven't literally get a free apple tv watch it legally. I don't care it's good then I would say one direction this is us because it's just so iconic I saw it in theaters they had like the cutouts of the guys at the at the theater I was like yes my theater
1: did not have the cutout so I was really mad
0: I remember my sister had a pic she took a picture with it with all her friends and it was on her instagram for so long but it's gone now but it was iconic. iconic and i think i had my ticket somewhere but i remember i saw it with two of my friends and it was life-changing and then i the third one would be the dangerous woman diaries because i felt like specifically the first episode which these are on youtube and one they're so underrated because i completely forgot that they existed isn't
1: it on youtube like premium no, they're free now.
0: They were on YouTube. Okay, here, now, but now they're yeah. free. Yeah.
1: I think that's why I never watched it. But, but the I'll
0: first episode was probably my favorite because it had more documentary footage, and these weren't even intended to actually be posted. Like, it was just kind of something they ended up doing. But that episode, it has a really, really good balance of how everything's done behind the scenes. And then it also has like a few performances in it. But, um, All of those, I think, I don't know, I just really, when I watch a documentary, I sit down and I want to learn about the person and not necessarily see them sing. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going into it knowing that it's going to be more of a concert, like the Happier Than Ever thing on Disney Plus or Excuse Me, I Love You, then I'm more down to watch it. There needs to be a very clear intention when making a documentary or any sort of thing about an artist because it's like, is it going to be a live performance or is it going to be more informational?
1: Or both. Yeah. Yes. Fully agree. Like, give us a little notice of what to expect. Yeah. But I think why I really liked Sean's documentary was it feels very similarly structured to This Is Us, where it was mostly like us um, going into his life in Canada and has few concert footage because. Uh, he did like another concert experience one that was released um but for someone who has been a fan of sean since like vine madcon era you get so much insight into his personal life and his relationship with his sister i think the scenes with the sisters with his sister is so sweet and i definitely teared up and my mom was like why are you crying i'm just like i just love sean so much and i don't know he is a canadian icon to be honest like not as iconic as justin and the weekend but he's pretty up there i would say
0: i feel you i guess with like the emotional part like when i was watching billy's back to billy's like i've talked about this in other episodes too it was life-changing i was crying during some parts because i love her family so much like phineas and her mom and her dad are just so cool and phineas cares about billy so much and it's so crazy how so how talented they are Mm. And it was just it made me so happy to see them all succeed in life because they deserve
1: it. I know. And And you also get to see her is so insane right now. So yeah. I'm glad she has a good support system. Me too. Like,
0: shout out to Phineas. I'm gonna see Matt Coachella and I'm gonna be like,
1: yeah. I know that's 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 almost Coachella guy. Sorry for another day,
0: but yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about Dawn FM or it was called the Weekend X Dawn FM experience. Yes. So, I kind of have a little bit of beef with this,
1: I guess. Me too, but you first. it was 35 minutes. 39. Well, actually, I think it's well, 35. With like, Yeah, yeah. So, that's what I was going to say.
0: So but, short.
1: And I also felt TV like... TV episodes are longer than literally, this.
0: Literally. It just felt... I hate to say this because I like the weekend. It felt cheap to me. Ooh. Like... When you say experience, I was expecting more visually stunning shots and visually Mm -hmm. stunning like just visuals. It was not really giving at all. I feel like they spent their whole budget on his special effects outfit, like his makeup (laughs) for his face and his hair. But I don't know. I also felt like experience wasn't a very good way to portray it because there was no acting. All he did was sing, which isn't bad. It just felt like I wasn't really
1: sure. It's because he set the bar so high, it's hard to follow up, I think. Yeah, I was but just kind of confused watching
0: it. I feel like he needed to have a clearer goal when creating it because I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be an experience of like what Don FM is. But he was also singing really well. like His vocals were good. And I wish he kind of did a Vivo performance similar to how Ariana did because Ooh, I feel like, one, it's more accessible to more people. Two, if you want to showcase vocals and also visuals, live vocals specifically, that would be a really good avenue to do that in. And I don't know, I just feel like it would make more sense. Or a YouTube documentary because YouTube documentaries are typically shorter. And I don't know, it just didn't really live up to what I expected it to be. I think it was Mm -hmm. a little bit misleading with the name and what it was shit like described as because it was literally just him like in a fake club
1: in a warehouse that was made into a club yeah yeah I 100% agree with you for me I would describe it as underwhelming just Mm -hmm. because there was only one setting and it was so short he didn't even perform the whole album yeah but lesson 0 was a very good performance and i love that song even more now so that's my one good takeaway from it and yes his makeup in this whole era is absolutely insane so maybe if they had just put in a little bit more for this i don't even know what to call it it's not a documentary it's too what long to be a video is. it's yeah. not really an experience um
0: yeah overall it was just kind of disappointing and it kind of felt like, I don't know, did Am- Amazon offer him a bunch of money and then was like, here's your $5,000 budget. Like, what? I don't know. It was weird. And I also wonder if he's going to have that face, like, all that special effects makeup on every night of tour.
1: Oh, my goodness. That is going to be a pain.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't think I don't think he will, to be honest. He
0: might. He sometimes seems like he's committed. Maybe,
1: maybe he'll do it for LA. He might do it for some. And hopefully New York, because I'm seeing him in New York oh yeah i think okay if if i could change one thing about it other than length it would be cool to to see jim carrey making an um, appearance as like his own character that would be sick i think
0: yeah i think this this era had a lot of potential for visuals that it just didn't really give but perhaps his tour will do that i mean i don't think jim carrey will be there but
1: you never Who know.
0: Who knows? Maybe he will be. Maybe he'll be on the tour crew.
1: All right. On to a more positive note. Let's talk about this whole driving home to you. Okay, nobody really knows this besides us because mm-hmm. I was trying to keep it on the down low, but we had a we were going through it this past week, so you start us off because it, the story begins with you. Okay, so
0: it was Tuesday, March 15th, and I was chilling, and I had a package. I don't remember what the package was. And I was like, I'm going to check my email to see if it shipped or check the shipping. I check it, check my email right at 4 p.m. And there's this email. And it was like, you have been, or I don't know, sign up for driving home to you, premier experience. And I was like, oh my God, I screenshotted it. And it was sent at four. And it was four. I screenshotted it, quickly sent to Amy. And I was like, did you get this email? Like, you need to sign up. Quickly went back, signed myself up. Then she texted me. I didn't get it. I signed her up. And then, like, less than 10 minutes later, the thing is closed. Six minutes, to be precise. Six minutes. It was minutes. closed. The link didn't work. It was like, this this contest is not closed. And we were like, okay. And I was like, cool. We had two shots to be in this. Turns out we only had one shot because you had to be within 150 miles of LA. So that would only be Amy. But if she got picked, I would go there because it's not that far and we were looking at the t- terms and conditions like freaks we were like oh my god like how many people are going to be picked the numbers were different and it kept saying it kept saying 125 Nin- but and also 1.5. 95 like which is it but it turns out they were picking people from that, the survey and then also dming people so that made sense and the thing was on the next thursday so we were we had a little bit over a week and it was like two days until you're you're emailed if you got picked so two days pass haven't gotten an email amy's checking twitter no email mind you during all of this the past sunday so it must have been march 13th i had this rash all over my neck i still have it slightly but it's going away now and it was pretty small at this point And I went to the Minute Clinic and I was like, what is this? And the doctor there or the nurse there was like, it's ringworm. And I was like, oh my God, I was so upset I had ringworm. I didn't have ringworm, guys, because it was not ringworm. You could tell. And turns out I have an allergy to chicken, if you're wondering. That's another thing. But I was like, if I have ringworm, I can't go to this thing. I can't go on a plane. I can't fly and sleep somewhere and be with all these people. I can't do that. So I was like praying to God my ringworm go away. Then I later found that it was ringworm. Still no emails. Amy's checking Twitter, no emails. Three days pass, four days pass, no emails.
1: Five days. It was almost six days, right? Yeah. So it said that winners would be emailed by March Thursday. 18th. And I would religiously check Twitter, like at Livy's HQ, email, invite, like all these keywords to see if anybody got um, an email. And I saw nothing. Um, even like the people who got DM'd instead of like filling up the survey, I w- I DM'd two people asking if they got emails yet. And one of them said no, and one of them never responded to me. But yeah, and then on the day the night before emails actually came out, I ended up finding like two people. And the reason why I missed them was because they didn't include like email or whatever in their tweet um when they mentioned at Louise HQ. So that was kind of my fault too. Like I should have explored other keywords.
0: Okay, so basically, Livy's HQ or whoever was sending out the emails didn't send them out when they said they would, so we were living in fear, like, is this, where we picked, are we going to be able to go, and then we found out we weren't going to go. Sadly. Some
1: people literally got emails at 9 p.m. the night before the event. Yeah, and I
0: texted you, Which, like, I don't Wednesday, know, and I was I like, don't know why it was it,
1: late. I can't go like if
0: it's not emailed by whatever but yeah we didn't end up going clearly sadly but otherwise
1: this would have been a totally different episode
0: yeah but it looked really cute as usual with olivia's events they yeah. always they always
1: they always deliver, deliver
0: always deliver merch props setup all of it
1: Perfect. i feel like their merch is pretty good but not like amazing out of this world but it is pretty good compared to other major artists right now
0: agreed I feel like it just all is very cohesive which I like
1: yeah also on Sunday March 20th I was at Disneyland and on my way out I saw a poster of driving home to and I was like if this ain't a sign
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was literally a sign a but sign. Like not not in that way you mm-hmm. know so figurative sign it was kind of a bomb, but you know, Twitter is always popping when there's like a major event. And I feel like anything Olivia does is kind of equivalent to like the night of an award tour or something. Like everybody's talking about it. It doesn't matter if you're a fan or not. Her team delivers and they they just treat her fans so well. But yeah. let's talk about the actual documentary. Okay. I watched it yesterday because it came
0: out yesterday. And the one thing that I wish it was, was longer. And I think that this, obviously, when they were recording all the footage they had in the studio, they didn't know Sour was going to be what it became. Mm -hmm. But I kind of wish they did more interview footage, which, I mean, it wasn't very long, and it wasn't really advertised as a documentary, but it was like a Sour film. Like, is it going to have a little bit more? But I think overall, it was pretty good. The re-recordings or performances of these so, versions of the songs were really really good and all, all the of outfits them were, were so good so good I really really liked I I just in general like how Olivia's team or I don't know just her entire aesthetic the way they blend different things into being so Olivia with like mm-hmm. the car and the desert and the purple it just it all goes together so nicely mm-hmm. It's very impressive but i I liked it. I just wish it was longer but I mean I think, we will definitely get some sort of i don't know maybe tour documentary or something plus she's like kind of has she's kind of a disney kid so she got yeah. the disney team on her side
1: yeah um what i liked about all the performances was how they were like in different settings like it was basically like her taking us on a road trip from salt lake city to la because she mentioned that she like wrote most of the album between those two places i've just feel like we didn't learn that much about her because a lot of this stuff has already been discussed in other interviews or like just Stan Twitter discourse. Mm-hmm. Um, what one of my favorite parts though was hearing like original lyrics or like the demos that she first came up with. And the way that her producer came up with brutal was so yeah. cool. And I'm just like, producers are so smart. Like, how do people just have such big brains?
0: I know seeing him just literally pull like that brutal beat out of nowhere <laughs> was crazy. That's true talent and creativity. They knew what they were doing, but I totally agree with you. We didn't really learn that much about Olivia. Like I had no idea that she ha- like lives half in Salt Lake City and half LA. I kind of wish they elaborated more on that because she said she like has her room in Salt Lake City, but also her room mm-hmm. in LA. Like, what's the deal with that? I feel like,
1: like they didn't want to mention it was like for filming for a high school musical. That's why. I didn't think about that but <laughs> still like yeah because like if for someone who doesn't know her from High School Musical like it feels like Salt Lake City just feels so random like there's no context yeah.
0: I so I yeah. get what you're saying there yeah I mean I didn't realize that I mean I knew High School Musical was filmed in Utah but I didn't
1: really put the two together <laughs> but um what were your yeah. favorite performances you um
0: did? Jealousy Jealous. wait no
1: yeah, that's like the Jealousy, like the rock was one, the I one was
0: about. Yeah, that one. And yeah. I liked the one at the beach. Hope you're okay. I honestly yeah. think they're all blending together. I'm trying to think of what they all, looked like. They
1: were all so special in their own way. Good for You was the one with like the orchestra, like in the desert. with. Oh, I jealousy. liked that one a lot. I liked that, that one. was so good. Um, um, Brutal was the one in the airplane plane. setting. That one was really... I liked that one a lot.
0: It was good, but, like, I liked I liked the plane. It was cool. I also liked that, like, I'm pretty sure all of the bands were all female.
1: Yes. Which was
0: cool. Love that. And, hmm, I don't remember any of the others. Like, I can't
1: think Happier of was the first one when she was in Happier the Happier was
0: cool. Like, that one definitely was a really good choice for the first one because it got me really back into, like, the sour vibe. hmm But... I really liked hearing the discussion of them making the track list because that was like apparently a really really mm-hmm. hard thing for them to do yeah and like she
1: was she really wanted brutal to be the first track which I'm all here for
0: so I love the part where her producer was yelling kind of yelling at her just being like get into the vibe of favorite crime like crime was committed be angry yeah. and favorite crime is probably my favorite so yes loved it you do
1: just love sour like after i finish i'm just like i am going to stream sour on loop until i see her on tour probably
0: i know it ha- It got me really really excited for her tour because yeah i don't know her her whole marketing
1: is just crazy it's so i perfect. want to work on her team so bad so, like the so
0: visuals bad. the vibe like the planning
1: is crazy it's so crazy if anybody at Interscope is listening to this or has a connection to Interscope, please hire me. I would love to contribute to Olivia and Gracie and Role Model. Like, those are my babies. I would do anything for them. So just putting it out there. Um, If you haven't watched it yet, go watch yes, it. Yes, go watch it. Now to close it off,
0: which celebrities would you like to see a documentary f- from and what kind
1: would you want it to be? I actually have three answers. So if you want okay. to go first. Okay, have I, have, I, have a, I have a few. Okay, because so mine is a, is a little detailed, so you go first.
0: Okay, I guess overall, what, what whatever the celebrity is, obviously somebody that I like, I think the vision for the documentary needs to be clear when making it and also clear when advertising it because it's kind of annoying as a fan when you don't get what you were expecting at all. But I want to see more from Ariana because I know she has so much footage to share. to share. And more behind the scenes stuff, like behind the scenes on tour, behind the scenes of making an album, less live performances, but I'm always down for a live performance or two. And then I wrote down Harry, even though I don't think that if he ever does documentary, it'll be anytime soon because he is so private. I do think it would be really, really interesting, though. What about that you? that
1: all. Okay, so the first one I, put, well, just to put it out there, as I said previously, I'm not really into documentaries unless I'm really interested in the subject, and since my main pop people already have documentaries, just keep that in mind, so the first one that I thought of was Gracie, and maybe it's just because, like, I'm on, like, a major Gracie kick right now, but I would want it to be um, the making of her album, like, her, like, actual full-length album. And I know she doesn't have the same reach as people like Ariana or Justin or even Olivia. So I think doing this on YouTube would be good. And it would definitely be satisfying to her fans. And the second one, I don't know how this came to my mind. But just imagine a MadCon, where they are now documentary.
0: Yeah, like a follow-up to the MadCon Netflix series. Yeah,
1: because I feel Maybe. like, yeah, at least on my For You page, I've been seeing a bit of like MadCon content. And I feel like it's a little too niche, but at least you know exactly who your demographic is. So and then my yeah. third one is is also Harry. It, I think a love on tour like concert experience would do well because you know, him canceling a lot of shows or like not going to a lot of his international cities. I feel like a lot of people would love that. And I think we actually have a very high chance of getting it because at some shows fans saw that they saw like signs saying, Oh, you're being recorded, da-da-da-da-da. And he still has his international shows, so maybe we'll get it after he finishes that leg. We will most definitely have an HS3-centered episode soon, but yes. that wraps up our episode for today. Do you want to do New Music Friday? Let me remind myself of what was released.
0: Um, I guess this is a bit of some a uh, bone to pick. Machine Gun Kelly, I will not be streaming your album, simply because... <laughs> The album art is disgusting. Like, wh- why it did you like pick It looks like it was that? made
1: on Pixar. No offense. It
0: looks so whack. Like, the last I'm not. saying He's not like the king of album art, but that album art sucks. And I say that with my whole entire chest. I would say it to his face. Okay. Um, chaotic by Tate McRae, which I know we both Duh. love, and then, um. Charlie XCX last week released her newest album, Crash, and then this week she released cr- released Crash Deluxe, which I don't understand why she didn't just release them at the same time, but you know, do you. Anything from
1: you? Yes, I have Keep in Touch by Love You Later. This song was like all over my For You page before it was released, so I'm glad my For You page reminded me that it was released. And then Never Let You Go, Role Model. So excited for his album. I think when this episode comes out. When does this episode come out? The fourth. Okay. So when this episode comes out, his album will, will be released that week. So also a hint for our next episode. Um, And then at least I'm good at it. I think her name is Naraya. I found this song because I'm doing a campaign for it with my internship. And... It wasn't released when I started on it. So one of my coworkers sent me a link to stream the song early. So shout out to him. But I'm streaming it on Spotify now. So don't worry, she's not losing any streams. And let's discuss Sweetest Pie because I feel like this was a big release for March. Um, I listened to it once and it sounds like Test Drive
0: by Ariana Grande.
1: At first I didn't hear it, but then you mentioned it, and I was like, Oh yeah, I can kind of hear it. I really like it. I love Dua and Megan. It wasn't an expected collab. And I also really loved that Megan came out to perform it with her. Like, I don't know why Meg was like only with her for three of her tour dates, but I'm so glad we actually got at least one live performance. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. Um, My grandma, I put on the music video for her and I think she enjoyed it. So (laughs) yeah, good vibes. It's, It's
0: grandma approved. It definitely is. And
1: did you, men- you didn't mention a Purge by Willow? Um, I only saw that little snippet that I sent you. I haven't streamed it in full, but I will later today. It's
0: not on Spotify yet. It's coming on Spotify what? next week. So, yeah. That is so cursed. Is it on Apple Music already? Uh, No, I don't think so. I think it's okay, coming so- out next week on streaming services. Okay, but it's on it. YouTube. It's featuring Sick Brain. That's so weird. Like, why release the video without? Oh, I know. Very, very <laughs> weird, but i'm happy it's there it's kind of
1: cool i wasn't Just really expecting two blonde not too blonde two bald. bald bald baddies <laughs> two bald I girls like I today yeah love them all right let's do shout outs what's yours Okay, mine is, so first, I've been following this account called Laura's Playlist on Spotify for a while now, and I found a lot of new music through her playlist, so today, I decided to check out her Instagram, and her aesthetic is so cute. I'm obsessed, and I saw that she, like, posted about how Gracie's last album is one of her favorites right now, so I think we would be very good friends, so shout out to Laura's Playlist. Yeah, her account is so cute. Love that. okay. Mine is a podcast. It's
0: a new podcast. It is from one of my favorite YouTubers. She's a small YouTuber. Her name's Rhea Ellen, and it's just called the Rhea Ellen Podcast. I haven't listened yet because I just realized that she released a podcast, but I'm excited to tune in because she is so, so funny and just, I don't know, such an interesting woman and yeah, I recommend her YouTube videos as well. I think I've
1: mm-hmm. talked about her before, but definitely tune into yeah. her podcast. Her name's sounds familiar. I have so many podcasts to catch up on, to be honest, but I will be adding that to my list. All right, so we're down to the last 10
0: episodes, which is crazy. So it's 64 that'll be, or 63 is the last one. It's 64. 64 is the last one, okay.
1: Yeah, I think so. Which is
0: wild. can't believe it. Um, yeah. And- we all know about Harry's house. We both know about Harry's house. Y'all. Yeah. And there will be
1: there will be an episode. Yeah. But um next episode we have a guest. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. I just love our guest episodes. Like I don't know, like do people like guest episodes too? Because I want to do more, but only if people like it. I I every guest episode I've loved. Me too. Every single one. I mean, there's not time. Like, but I every them. episode just gets better and better with guests, you know. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe season three. What if we do all guests? I'm saying all that's guests. That's a that lot. sounds like stress, it, but or maybe like every other episode. I don't know. But we'll see. Um, thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Bye.